Hey, hey, hello everyone. This is Ronnell J. McGraw Jr. here at the Praise Chapel, Church of God in Christ in the city of Puyallup. 519 3rd Street Northeast is our location. Uh, you can hit us on our page at www.pckojic.com or like us on our Facebook page at Praise Chapel Kojic. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Ronnell J. McGraw Jr. Amen. God is good. Amen. And worthy to be praised. But one thing I want to talk about is that self-love is so important. Self-care is so important. And you got to first love you uh, and appreciate you before somebody can love you and appreciate you. Why? Because you cannot make anyone love you. I've learned that over the years, no matter what I do, what I've done, the favors, whatever it is, you cannot make anyone love you. It's just like God. The word says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He said, I did not come into the world to condemn the world, but I came that they might be saved. And that statement simply means that he realized everybody was not going to love his son, was not going to accept him. You might be saved and everybody is not going to love you. Everyone is not going to accept you. Everyone is not going to accept Jesus Christ. But one thing I'm certain of, you can't make someone love you by giving them more of what they already don't appreciate. Amen. You cannot make someone love you by giving them more of what they already don't appreciate about you. Well, I do this for them and I do that for them and I do this and that and this and that. And they still don't appreciate you and they still don't love you. I'm always there. They don't appreciate your presence. Uh, I help them financially. They don't appreciate your help financially. I'm there to pray. They don't even appreciate your prayers. And they still don't love you. So you cannot and you can't make someone love you by giving them more of what they already don't appreciate that you're giving them. You can't buy love. Amen. And you're just wasting your time. Amen. And hurting yourself. If you got to realize that they don't appreciate anything that they are doing or what you're receiving from you or what you're trying to do. Amen. That's why I have learned to love me and do things, not look for nothing back, but just to do it just because I want to. Not because I have to, but because I want to. Why? Because you cannot make anyone love you. You can't make anyone appreciate you. Amen. We all want to be appreciated. We all want to be loved. We all want people, amen, to want to be around us. But some people will never appreciate you, no matter how much you give of yourself, no matter how much time they give you give them, they do not even appreciate you. But sometimes they could appreciate your absence. Sometimes they could appreciate you, uh, you removing yourself, and then you become missed. And they realize how much you was doing for them, how much you was in their corner, how much you was on their side once your presence is gone. Amen. And sometimes the heart grows fonder, amen, in absence. Amen. And I realized sometimes I had to remove myself away from certain people for them to appreciate me. Amen. And that was just self-care because I had to do that for my own sanity. I had to do that for my own peace of mind. Amen. It didn't matter what I did for them. They did not appreciate it until I stopped. 
do I got to witness up to anybody? And one thing, amen, you got to realize you can't change people. You just can't do it. No matter how hard you try until they get sick and tired of themselves, that's when they're going to change. You can't change people if they can't see the wrong in themselves. But they are going to struggle to see the right in you. Because they don't see the wrong in themselves, they struggle to see all the good you do, all the right you have done, everything that you have done, they struggle with that because they struggle in seeing the wrong in themselves. Amen. And it's not your job to fix everybody. Amen. Our job is to pray for them. Amen. We can love them. Amen. But you can't fix everybody. God is able to fix and change the heart of people. How can you say that, Pastor? No matter how much my parents loved me, I did not change until I gave my life over to God. Amen. No matter what they tried to do, drug me to church, brought me to church, but I was still living a sinful life until I got ready to change. And they was loving me. They cared for me. I had great parents in my life. Amen. But I did not appreciate their love until my father had to cut me off. Oh, yes, he did. My father cut me off because I could not appreciate all the things he was doing for me. So he said, since you've grown, I'm cutting you off. And it can't be two grown men in the house. So you're going to have to go. And two, he made me stand up on my own two feet, cut me off. Amen. That's when I became, amen, able to take care of myself. Amen. To appreciate the love that my parents has given me. And then in return, amen, it showed me how to be a great father, a great friend, amen, a great provider, because he had to cut me off. Sometimes you handicap your grown children. Let me say it again. Sometimes you handicap your grown children because you don't allow them to grow up and they don't even appreciate everything that you do for them. They think that you're supposed to do it, that you have. But man, you grown and grown folks, amen, uh, got to take care of themselves. Grown folks pay their own bills. Grown folks buy groceries. Grown folks pay light bill. Grown folks pay car insurance. Okay, since you want to be grown, I had to cut myself off. My dad said, look here, you ain't that grown if I'm paying your car payment. You ain't that grown if I'm helping you do X, Y, Z. So since you want to be grown, I'm cutting you off. That was the best thing he did for Ron L.J. McGraw Jr. Amen. It blessed me, amen, to finish school. It blessed me to go back to college, get my degrees. It blessed me, amen, to stay on a job longer than one year. Amen. I worked at Pepsi Bottom Group for 18 years. I've been at King County now for 22 years. That's two pensions because he made me grow up. I will not be receiving two pensions, two 401ks, learning how to invest my money if he always held my hand. And he realized I was not appreciating his love. So he taught me how to love myself and how to love my family by giving me tough love. Come on, say, look, I need some tough love. I need somebody to push me to be greater. I need somebody to push me to go to the next level. I need somebody to hold me accountable of my actions. And by him cutting me off, it pushed me to go to the next level. It held me accountable of my actions and my decisions. Amen. When he was paying for the college, I, wasn't, I was failing. But when I had to pay for my own college, I became a 3.0 student. Ain't that a trip? When you got to pay for stuff yourself, it becomes more important. But when he was paying for my education, I fell out. But when I had to pay for my education, I went back to the University of Phoenix. 
Amen. I became a 3.2 student. Amen. And I went and got my biblical studies degree. Amen. For the Midwest College of Theology, I became an A student because I had to pay for it myself. Sometimes you don't appreciate it until you have to go to work and pay your own bills. Do I got to witness anybody? And it caused me to keep a job. I went to school uh, at the University of Phoenix while I was working at Pepsi. Amen. I worked myself up from being a loader, amen, to being a driver, to being a lead, and then going into management. Amen. I left there, amen, as a product availability supervisor, amen, a warehouse supervisor, and I was able, amen, to get the skills I needed because my father pushed me, amen, to go to the next level by cutting me off. You know, he, he kept talking to me, amen. He, he, he would give me advice. He would pray for me. But he made me go earn that dollar myself. Amen. He told me how to invest my money and save it. But he showed me how to save my own money. So they always saying, daddy, 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 please. Holler back at me. Amen. And I do the same thing to my children. Amen. I give them advice. Amen. I help them. I teach them how to save their money, how to invest it, how to go out and do the things they need to do in life. Amen. And now they're on their own out of my house because they grown. Grown folks can't stay in grown folks' house. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. Sometimes, amen, amen, we got to stop expecting people who see you as a threat to support you. Let me say that again. Amen. I'm going to say it again. I'll make you thinking. Everybody's not going to support you on your dreams. Everybody's not going to support you on your educational goals. Everybody's not going to support you even in your ministry. Amen. If they find you to be a threat. So we got to stop expecting people who see you as a threat to support you. Amen. People support people that don't threaten them. But you realize, amen, when you feel that they're threatened that you're going to take their members or they threaten that you're going to be financially better than them or they threaten, amen, that you're going to uh, buy a house before them or you're going to do X, Y, Z, amen, they don't support your dream. They don't support everything. That's why you can't tell everybody your dream. You can't tell everybody your vision. Amen. You just got to let the play out before them. Amen. I don't go around showing you all what I have because I know I got some haters out there. I don't go around preaching and teaching all what God because I know I got some haters. I thank God for the blessing, but I don't want the praise back to me. I want to give God all the glory. So I give God praise for what he's blessed me with. Amen. The things that I have in my life is all due to God, not because I depended on another man to support me. But I depend on God to support me. Do I got to witness anybody? And guess what? We got to stop complaining. At some point, you got to stop complaining about the things you allow to enter into your life. Amen. If you're not going to change, you got to hush. Amen. Stop all that complaining and stop hushing. Because nobody want to be around anybody that has the spirit of complaining. Oh, here come brother complainer. Here comes Sister Complainer. Amen. They're always complaining, never happy how the church is doing, never happy how the ministry is going, never happy how your house looks. Always complaining about this and complaining about that. We got the hush if you're not going to change. You can change your environment. You can change your behavior. You could change your mind frame, but you got to be willing to take the leap of change. I didn't say the leap of faith. You got to take the leap of change. You got to be willing to do something to get a different outcome. If you do what you always done, you'll always get the same result. Come on, holler back at me, somebody. If you do what you always done, you'll always get the same result. So I got tired of getting the same results. 
I began to do things differently. Amen. I surround myself around people that are successful. Amen. Around people that were doing things, thinking outside the box. Amen. And sometimes I had to deal with people that don't look like me. Amen. To get what I needed. But it's a way that you present yourself. It's a way that you carry yourself. It's a way how you communicate. Amen. To get the names you needed. Amen. To take yourself to the next level. Amen. You got to carry yourself professionally. You got to talk with intent like you got something going for yourself. Don't got to witness anybody. Amen. I don't complain. Amen. I just go. I do it. I drive. I push. Because I realize if I wait on people, things won't get done. Amen. If I wait on people, everything that I'm trying to do won't get done. And I got to remind myself, God didn't tell them to do it. God told me to do it. Amen. So I don't wait on people. Amen. When God tells me to go, I go and do the things God called me to do. There's a lot of things going here at my local ministry. Amen. A lot of innovation. Amen. Going on. Amen. But I'm doing what God told me to do. Amen. Those that do the GoFundMe, good for you. Amen. But God's going to fund this. I got to trust God. Amen. If you got good credit, I mean 800 or better. Amen. You could get what you want. You could get the money you need. But don't get mad if your credit's jacked up because you did not obey the word of the Lord. And the book of Romans said, oh, no man, nothing but love. But you so in debt, you can't get nothing. Your credit score is so low, you can't buy a house. You can't get a car. Amen. You can't get a line to get the things needed at your local church. Amen. Because your credit's jacked up. Don't get mad at me because I got good credit and I could go out and sign my name and get what I need based off my own personal credit score. No co-signer. Amen. But off my own credit score, because my father taught me when he cut me off, pay your bills, pay them off. Don't stay in debt. Credit is everything. Credit score is everything. They look at your record. They look at everything that you do. Be responsible with credit. Be responsible with your finances. Put money away. Save, save, save. Now that stuff I'm rewarding without having a GoFundMe or a capital campaign because the things my father taught me financially, spiritually, mentally, physically, the things that he taught me how to do, I'm putting them back into my local membership. I'm teaching the men, the women of God here at Praise Chapel, how to do the same thing. Good credit score, good finances, how to multiply, how to increase your finances, how to live and don't struggle. Amen. How do I live part time, work a part time job and live better than half the people I know? I don't work full time. I work part time for the county and still live better than people I know because I know how to live off what I have earned. And I don't try to compete against the Joneses, the McGraws, the Jenkins or nobody. I compete against myself. What McGraw? I compete against me. I try to make myself better. I try to go deeper than what I already know. I try myself to Uh, propel myself to the next level mentally, physically, and financially by doing what God has called me to do. Because the word says, seek thee first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to. So my father taught me how to seek God and his kingdom and his righteousness and how to give my tithes and my offering. I tithe to my own ministry. Amen. If the membership doesn't see the pastor tithing, how are they going to tithe? Amen. I tithe. Amen. And I don't count the money. I have a financial director that handles all that for me. Amen. Somebody. 
Amen. So you got to do stuff indecently and orderly. If you want to see people go to the next level, they got to see how God is blessing you. Amen. I don't rent my home. I own my home. I don't rent my church. I own my church. I don't lease my car. I own my car. You better holler back at your boy. Amen. So you can do better once people cut you off or make you stand on your own two feet. Amen. You never have to, uh, to, to, to navigate or negotiate, amen, your way into anybody's heart. I realize, amen, I can't negotiate. I can't navigate into somebody's heart if they don't want me there. Amen. Love and appreciate those people's heart that you have won. That God has blessed you with people in your life that loves you and has your heart. Has your dreams, has your vision. Amen. But make sure you love them back. Make sure you appreciate them back. Make sure you put back into those people and God will bless you. Amen. So once again, number one, you cannot make anyone love you. Come on. Number one, you got to remember that you cannot make anyone love you. Number two, you can't make someone love you by giving them more of what they already don't appreciate. They already don't appreciate it, so why give them more than what they don't appreciate? Number three, you can't change people. If they can't see the wrong in themselves, they go going to struggle to see the right in you. Number four, stop expecting people who see you as a threat to support you. Let me say it again. Stop expecting people who see you as a threat to support you. Amen. One thing I realize, amen, it doesn't matter who leaves, you still have purpose. Amen. I, it doesn't matter who leaves your congregation. It doesn't matter who leaves your district. It doesn't matter who leaves your jurisdiction. Amen. You got to know what God called you to do. Because one minute people support leadership, one minute they don't support leadership. So it doesn't bother me. It just makes me better. Makes me wiser, makes me stronger to know how people are. People are funny and fickle. Let me say that again. People are very funny and they're very fickle. Amen. One minute they're with you, one minute they're not with you. So you cannot worry about those people. They're not going to support you because you're a threat to them. Number five, at some point you got to stop complaining about the things you allow. Either change it or hush. Let me say that again. Amen. At some point in your life, you got to stop complaining about the things you allow. Either you change it or you just hush your mouth up about it and give it to the Lord. Number six, you never have to uh, navigate, amen, your way into a heart that wants you there. You don't got to negotiate. You don't got to navigate, amen. You just got to know that they want you around in their lives, amen. I hope and pray that these six points that I talked about Amen. Will help you the rest of this week. Amen. I pray that you like my post. I pray that you'll be part of our ministry. Amen. The Praise Chapel here in Puyallup, Washington. Amen. Our website is www.pckojit.com. Amen. Like us on Facebook at Praise Chapel Kojit. And you can follow me at Ron L. J. McGraw Jr. on Facebook. God bless you all. Like what we do? Share this on your socials and tell everyone.